Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing in our discussion of the Hilchom Yikram says, Makom She'in Minyan. So let's say we're in a situation where we do not have a Minyan present. We don't have 10 adult Jewish males. So, There's one person who knows how to read the Megillah. So he could read... Uh, and have everyone fulfill their obligation through him. But if they all know, so then they should all do it on their own. They should not be yote through this one person. So here the Mishaburah explains, Typically we would say that a, one person cannot help uh, someone else fulfill their uh, obligation of Mikra unless there were 10 people present. Below Dami Lishofar, we wouldn't necessarily compare it to a different mitzvah, let's say Tekiat uh, Shofar, uh, where we would say, it doesn't make a difference how many people are present. Go ahead and blow the shofar, and one other person could be Yotze, a hundred other people, it doesn't make a difference how many. So we say it's not similar to Tekiat uh, Shofar. Why is that? This is the reading of Megillah is like a tefillah. It's like a prayer of sorts. And we know with prayer, as I always am hocking you guys about, right, we need a minion, right? We need a minion. So maybe you would have thought that it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't work to have one person be motzi other people when there is no minion, but we allow for it in a situation of extenuating circumstance. There's no minion, there's only one person, so we'd rather that one person do it. But if there's multiple people who know how to do it, they should really do it on their own. He continues, This is only best case scenario. If it's an extenuating circumstance, and I had a mind to help you fulfill your obligation, you had a mind to fulfill your obligation through me. So then we say that it would work, and even if uh, everyone knows, we would say it would work. Again, not best case scenario, it would work, but we wouldn't want to do it. He continues, The Magen Avraham quotes those who say that maybe, no, even when there isn't a minion and there are other people who know it, uh, maybe only one person should do it because it's a fulfillment of Birov Am Hadrat Melech, which we've been talking about, where uh, it's a greater glory to Hashem when there's a multitude of people involved in one mitzvah. In one mitzvah. But he quotes others, Elia Rabba, Mata Yehuda, who say, like, right? So he says, uh, you know, that... Not everyone agrees to this, and therefore, in such a situation, if everyone knows, so they should go ahead and they should read it themselves. Obviously, if someone doesn't know, then they should rely on someone else. Just really quickly about this idea of Amikram being like a tefillah. So it's, it's fascinating. Rav Salavich pointed this out. Uh, it's different tefillot depending on when you're reading it. So, for example, at nighttime when we read about, uh, about it, so the Gemara Masach Megillah, I believe, Daf Dalet Amad Alev, asks how we know you're supposed to read the Megillah both at night and during the day. And maybe you're only supposed to read it at night, right? It's so far on Rosh Hashanah, we only do during the daytime, right? Where, where do we get this idea that you should read it at night? So there are two different psukim that are offered. I don't remember the Amoraim who offered them. We would have to look them up. One answer says that we learn it from a pasuk in Tilim Perk Chavbet, which is apparently the Perk of Tilim that uh, Esther said as she was going to approach Achashverosh, putting her life on the line. And she says, Elokai ekra yomam, right? God, I call out to you during the day. Laila uh, velo dumiali, right? And at nighttime, and I won't be silent. So we say, from, uh, we point out from there uh, the idea of calling out to Hashem both at day and as well at night. The other opinion says, no, it's from a different pasuk that we're familiar with. right? We, we, which we say every morning is more Shirchan Kadabai David. 
Right? We say, Lamani Zamer Chavod Velo Yidom. I'm going to sing your praises, Hashem, Velo Yidom, and I will not be silent. So the Gemara learns from there, Lamani Zamer Chavod Bayom, Velo Yidom, Balayla. Right? Two different clauses talking about singing the praises of Hashem and not being silent. One talking about day, one talking about night. So if you look, it's interesting. One is talking about calling out to Hashem, a tchina, a supplication. I'm in a dire situation. I'm putting my life on the line to save the Jewish people as I approach you, Achashverosh. And the other one is talking about singing the praises of Hashem. So it could be that maybe the two different uh, Megillah readings reflect these two different opinions. And we developed this idea when we were talking about Tanit Esther, that really the holiday of Purim is not just a holiday of celebrating the fact that uh, everything worked out, but it's first recognizing the dire situation that we were in, the fact that we called out to Hashem, and then Hashem listened to those tefillot, and then we were saved. That's, we're selling the whole, celebrating the whole thing together so much so that maybe Tanit Esther is itself part of Purim, right? That we first have to feel that is sort of the dire situation before we could appreciate the great salvation. If that's true, so then the Megillah reading at night, that would reflect that dire situation, the calling out to Hashem, and then during the daytime, it would be Lamani Zamircha, singing the praise of Hashem, because he did, in fact, answer our praise when we called out to him. So much so, that we've talked about this in the past, the Gemara asked the million-dollar question, why don't we say Hallel on Purim? You remember this? So three different answers are offered. We don't have to go into that now because everyone's tired. But one of the answers is kriyata zohi helula, right? That the reading of Megillah itself serves as halal. Well, not at night. Nighttime is is elokai uh, kray yomam. I'm calling out to you, right? I'm I'm so in such a nervous situation. But during the daytime already, taka that's a halal that we're already praising Hashem. So again. I know we got a little uh, into the drash, but it's fascinating that when it comes to halacha, we would say that we treat the reading of Megillah like it itself is a tefillah that will have practical consequences in a situation where we do not have a minute.